We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia and an early 7 a.m. 7 a.m. In Las Vegas, Nevada. Good morning, Good morning, Brian. What How up, brother? Do, How you doing, man? Uh, I'm good, man. I am good. I, uh, you know, we're kind of settling in here. Somebody decided to sabotage everything we had set up yesterday that was working completely fine. Um, Landini, tell me if we sound okay. Uh, good, busy day yesterday. Very busy. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. It was. A- <laughs> Lebo, you there? <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. I'm going to take everybody completely inside, behind the curtain. Yesterday we did our program, no problem with the Comrex we use every day, right? Yep. I, I, I mean, I use that Comrex more than you in studio. Yeah, thirty five percent of the time, easily a third. Nah, I say forty five. Okay, fine. It works every time. Uh, we arrived, and when we left, because a lot of people then have to sit at the tables, do a lot of things. The one thing I requested was, hey, guys, everything worked fine for us as you're scrambling a 1,000 wires. Please just make sure our stuff works because we have to be here super early in the morning. Yeah. And then, Brian, we get here super early in the morning, and how's everything working? Uh, Nothing is coming on. At all? Look like it's fried. Yo, like, how does the power not work? <laughs> I don't get it. I, I've heard. Everything else is working. We plugged the other one in, it worked, but that one is fried. I've heard Kevin Sheehan tell the story. Of when they, he and Cooley used to do the show out in Ashburn uh-huh. at, at the park, and it seemed to them like someone was out to get them, right? Like, yeah. like somebody intentionally messed their stuff up. Outside of somebody spilling a drink on that or something, like somebody just poured a Diet Pepsi on that, I have no idea how the power just doesn't connect. I don't get it. Uh, Landfield, do you have any theories? Uh, I got nothing, no. Um, I have two young children, right? I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Yeah. And my eight-year-old, my dear Shelby, is smart as a firecracker, right? I think she's figured out that I'm kind of full of it. But my little five-year-old still believes in things. And often when stuff goes haywire at the house or perhaps like when she has a really obnoxious toy that makes a loud sound mm-hmm. or there's too many balloons left over from a birthday party, sometimes you know, little kid stuff disappears at the house, right? You're familiar with this concept. And I have come up with a theory that there's a mystery bandit in our home. And so something happens, and my little one will be like, Daddy, where is where are those balloons? And I say, oh, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. It was the mystery bandit. And she's like, that damn mystery bandit. Now, Shelby understands that the mystery bandit is complete nonsense. It's, yeah. it's made up. Um, she knows her dad. <laughs> the mystery bandit. But my five-year-old believes it. So the best thing I can come up with is that the mystery bandit got to our Well, conference. you need to leave the damn mystery bandit home because <laughs> I got here, and I've been pressing that button for the last 25, 30 minutes, and it has not done anything. Do we have Jeff this morning? Because if anybody believes in conspiracy theories, it might be my, it's definitely my man Jeff. I was about and, to say, JP, I was over here listening, and uh, 
I think something flew over wherever y'all was and knocked out all y'all power. Yeah, but all the other everything is working. Every power, all the outlets and everything are working. Lights are on. Just that damn camera's not coming on. Now, see what had happened was <laughs> what had happened was they was hovering over y'all during the broadcast yesterday. And they seen B-Head, and they thought it was a planet they could live on. <laughs> so they was like, we going to shut the power down around Jeff, that Jeff, table. Jeff, 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 Jeff. What's remarkable. <laughs> the bad jokes are awful. Don't, don't bring them up to What's that. remarkable, though, is everything worked just fine yesterday. Yeah. And uh, who knows, Lamville? I'm going to Landini, in an effort to all coexist peacefully, we're all trying to find a way forward on this planet, right? Yeah. I'm just going to move forward. That's my Man. plan. Um. So, Super Bowl day two, day two for us, I guess it's day three technically of Radio Row. Um, as we inch closer to Mahomes versus Purdy, Niners versus Chiefs, you know, it, it's funny. They have a bazillion media availabilities for guys like me and B. Mitch. And yesterday, I'm pretty sure I got assigned to 99% of them. Um, uh, 99.9. <laughs> and today, probably the same. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so, yesterday, we got off the show. We got off the radio here. And we did a bunch of interviews here. And then I got to drive out to <laughs> Brian. The, how would you describe where Joe Gibbs had you guys stay when you won the Super Bowl in 92? <laughs> It was 91 season, 92 Super Bowl in Minnesota. Uh, anybody have seen, what's the movie, Harry Potter? Yes. Uh, if you see those type of buildings, we they took us somewhere in the middle of a snowy, icy field, and the hotel looked like that. I We were with our families all week until that Friday, I mean, that Saturday night, and we decided, Coach Gibbs, take us, he took us away from uh, the city, and no one knew how the hell we got there. And once we got there, we didn't see anything outside of us. So I would just tell you this. I think we went to Harry Potter land. (laughs) (laughs) He made damn sure nobody else was going to be around or talking to us or affecting us prior to the game. So I had to drive out to where the Niners are staying. Um, Everybody's familiar with where we are. We're in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. James Brown walking through. James Brown saying what's up to B Mitch. Go say hi to him, dude. You're I love it. James James Brown is giving a play by play of B Mitch knocking somebody out. Um James Brown is big. Yeah. I don't know that everybody realizes that when they watch him on TV. Jay's huge, man. Uh, did he play did he play at all? Basketball, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. Is he into math guy? I know he's a DMV guy. Uh, I don't know if he went to the math or not. But he went to what? Was it Harvard? Oh, not Harvard. Uh, Princeton. I think it might be Harvard, dude. Um, one of those smart places. One of those places, the places you, that you and I, you and I did in. not go to. Well, I was accepted to Dartmouth. I don't know what you're talking about, Jay. Yo, your list of colleges changes every day. I was accepted I, to Dartmouth, fool. I was off, but I was like, they're on the football program. So what they accept you for? James Academics Brown went to Harvard. Fool. James Brown was a academic son. So you just randomly applied to Dartmouth. I was a chemical engineer major, and I was offered a scholarship from Dartmouth in chemical engineering. Leville, we've never heard this Dartmouth story. Is that accurate? Uh, that well, you maybe never asked me about it because I've never heard it. Yeah, I guess y'all think I was a major underwater basket weaving because I was an athlete. 
No, you've told us about the engineering all the time. Yeah. I would have loved underwater basket weaving. <laughs> I would have I would have majored in underwater basket weaving ten times out of ten. I think with B Mitch we should check. You're talking about like Dartmouth in New England, not like that I'm time talking about when yeah, you said the green, you, yeah, green and all that stuff up yeah. there, way up there, Northwest uh, Ivy League school, yes. Right, all the way up there. there. Not like that time you said you had to go all the way up there to audition for no, Winnipeg. No, if you all ever pay attention to what I'm saying instead of trying to always crack jokes, <laughs> going up maybe north, saying. Going up north. All the way up north. <laughs> well, that was Saskatchewan, but they were working us out in North, north Louisiana. James Brown went to the math. North Louisiana, I, the same state. <laughs> yeah, still, it's up there. That it was. Uh, if you drive up north four hours, that's up there, right? Dartmouth State was in Shreveport, I think. <laughs> if you drive four hours in Virginia, Lanfield, you're going up or down, wherever. You're not driving right next door. If I drive four <laughs> hours up, I'm going to be in Pennsylvania. Okay, but you're going to drive up there. Honestly, it depends on the day of the week and the time of day. You could drive four hours from that godforsaken office we work in and barely make it to Frederick, Maryland, depending on the time. If that day. happens, I probably would off myself. <laughs> All right. So I drive out to where the Niners are staying yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Young is yes. a football player. And you asked me, did he meet? Did he miss us? <laughs> I, we were kind of just joking around. Like, he had to talk for an hour, <laughs> and we were there for 30 minutes. So, like. At some point, you can kind of mess around a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And, and, Brian, you know me pretty well. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's messing around. Yeah. Um, not exactly staying on task, but messing around, I'm your yeah, guy. Yeah, you're unbelievable at that. Um, so it was Nikki and I who have both covered Chase since he was drafted. We both talked to him at the Combine before he was drafted. Um, and I asked him if he missed us. I, you clearly saw that clip. Do you think he missed us? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to be asked questions about when you're going to get back to where you were. Hell, he's in the Super Bowl. He don't give a damn about us. He cares about what's happening now. Landfill, did you see the clip? Do you think Chase misses us? Uh, I don't think he does. Let's let's cut something a little closer to the bone, Landfill. Do you miss us? Mm, I'm going to be honest, no. <laughs> um, That's a lie. He misses. I, bet I miss Jeff- B-Mitch. Just me? I'm the problem? Yeah. You're that Taylor Swift song. Well, I'm the one that got the Comrex working in about 45 seconds after somebody yeah, sabotaged you. Yeah, you got a new one. Or, do you appreciate that at least? Yeah, but P. Mitch was offered an engineering scholarship from Dartmouth. He could have got it working. He, well, look, the one that we had yesterday, Lanfield, I don't think uh, any one of those, Roger or anybody in that damn studio could get it working. It seems to be like a flat egg, fried as hell. Who's your one seat of dudes you think could get that working? From the engineering. Uh, what's my dude's name? Daniel. Daniel. Daniel yeah, just walks around can't quiet. Get working, we're screwed. Daniel walks around quiet, calm, cool, and just everything works for him when he comes in. However, Roger Dodger walks around in Chuck Taylor's and a tucked-in T-shirt. So yeah. you gotta- and, he, and he gets the coffee machine and that, that smells like all to be damned. What happened working. to that coffee machine? It hadn't been clean because Roger was on vacation. <laughs> Um, Jeff, do you miss us? Yeah, I miss y'all. I believe Jeff. Jeff's- I believe Landfield, too. He don't miss you. <laughs> what the hell? 
Yeah, you know what? I believe him, too. Now, now that you say it, I, I think you're actually right. You guys have been gone for two days, and we listened to you talk for four hours. Like, this is, uh, we, we haven't uh, been separated. Lanfield, you don't really listen to us. You just uh. you exist. No, that's why Jeff misses us, because he definitely doesn't listen to us. <laughs> um, so we're kind of moving forward towards this Super Bowl Sunday, and honestly – I don't know if it's just because it's us and people bring it up to us, but the commander's hire of Dan Quinn does seem like a legit popular topic out here. It's a popular topic out here, and he's getting way more love than he's getting back home. The people around it that knows this league and know Dan Quinn well, they say it's a good hire. Uh, I talked to some of you guys yesterday. They were saying the fact that he is not now – being a head coach and trying to call a play is going to take a little bit off his plate to where he can focus more on that leader of men title, uh, motivating people and things of that nature. So I I came out here okay with the hire, very okay. Now I'm like thrilled because I want to see what's going to transpire. The people out here, unsolicited, I, it may be different for you because you're – you played for the organization, somewhat involved with the organization, whatever you want to say. But the people out here, randomly, all over the place at intermittent times, come up to you and tell you how great Dan Quinn is. <laughs> it, it's uh, Tori. <laughs> Tori, you're welcome here anytime, dude. <laughs> Our friend Tori Smith just walked by. Where are they all going? Serious. Serious? Yeah. Okay. Um, Dude, that serious stage, for lack of a better word, I think it's staff from 3 a.m. I, I take your word for it. I was nowhere close to it. What time did you get here? Like 20 minutes before you. So you got here at 6.30. I got here at 6.50? Yeah. No, you got here at 6.56. Ah, 6.54. Six. So I woke up at 6, and I was like, all right, let's do this. And then I turned my alarm off and set it again for 625. <laughs> those those 25 minutes were in the difference. And Landfield, he left early last night. I don't know. I, I feel like you should encourage me leaving early rather than suggest it's the wrong idea. Oh, I, no, I was happy. I, I gave you your drink, and you started walking. That is true. I think once I turned my back, you disappeared. B said, would you I like looked up and you at the damn elevators. B said, would you like a drink? I said, yes. And he got me one, and then I immediately left. <laughs> um, I I did go and play some cards last night. Did you win? No. Yeah, um, I know. I heard. As a matter of fact. Y'all were horrible. We promptly lost. And, uh, I, dude, I played everything right. I played it by the book. Sometimes the cards just don't fall. Why do you think Vegas is so big? Because if it's the house rules – and they're telling you how to play, you're not going to win consistently, fool. That's how they build these buildings and finish them off in no time. Sure. I, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> um, landfill. I, you have to go against the grain to win. Uh, I, and I, then they don't allow you back in the casino like, they think you figured out a way. I mean, dude, blackjack is math. And I, ain't, I ain't much of a, of a math guy, but there's it's pretty clear what you, you count should do. counting to 21, dog. If you're like 42 years old and can't count to 21, you probably shouldn't play any game. Landville, I may not answer this question for you, but how much money do you think I lost last night? Uh, 900. Uh, drop it by four. 
Jeff, what do you think? Um, probably two. Add three. North of Jeff, south of Landfill. I don't think you're right. Clearly, you think it was 500. Um, it was close. That would be said. But things went so poorly that we decided to get up and walk to a different table. And then my, my dear friend Bees, Mike Beasley, MGM National Harbor, said, hey, why don't we try this? It's got a cheap buy-in. See, he told that story differently. He said you chose those crazy games. Mm, incorrect. So now he's not here to defend himself, and you're saying he, he's welcome on the program anytime. Okay, to I, I think both of you all were just a little. Y'all had a few uh, waters, sure, and it didn't work well for you. That's true. However, Brian, I don't even like parlays. I like straight bets. I like simple stuff. Steak and missionary. I like to keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. We ended up Landville at a table. Did y'all hear him slip that in? We ended up at a table playing something called crisscross. Are you familiar with crisscross? Jump, jump. Yeah, the song. I know the song. No, it's a it's a card game that exists in Las Vegas, apparently. Um, so if you never if you've never seen it, you shouldn't play it. You know, correct, <laughs> correct, correct. And we we were lured in by a cheap buy-in. We were lured in that it was only $5 to play. And we're like, all right, we, you know, we just lost a couple hundred playing blackjack. Maybe this will – we can have a couple Coors Lights while we're waiting. Um, now, it was $5 a bet, Brian. But the trick of crisscross is that you have to have five bets open at all times wow. to play. So, all of a sudden, your $5 game becomes a $25 game and makes – Absolutely no sense. Um, I think I'd be better off listening to Jeff's conspiracy theories for hours on end than playing crisscross at at, at any point. Um, We had we had a lot of fun. That we had turn off your uh, turn on your notifications and answer my question. He just replied. (laughs) I already did. I answered it before you even asked. Um, I I sent the Super Bowl one direct message, dude. It's the Super Bowl one. (laughs) I like to talk to him directly. I like to talk hey, to him. Hey, you and Landfill should talk. Danny um, was wrong. I answered to Landfill directly. I don't answer at all, all the time. It's the uh, – <laughs> that was funny because you are a reply-all guy. And I noticed when CK sent his last – he sent that email after the event last Friday, like, hey, congrats, oh. it was great, whatever, and you didn't reply. That was that was growth, B. I'm not going to reply to anything else. Ever. I'm just going to go to just say to hell with everybody. I – I feel like that, especially Danny. I feel like that's actually going to be your response. Um, we did have an elite dinner last night. We went to this place, Zuma, Z U M A. You would have loved it, Landfill. Everything was good. Lindy, do you like sushi? No. Okay. I didn't like it either till last night. Yeah, but I like you didn't, cooked food. You didn't eat the sashimi we got. I, you tried it all. I, I tried guess. everything. What'd you think? It was good. I, I think sushi is kind of over overhyped because really, if you just eat the the, the meat, it's awful. But all of the stuff they put with it is what's good. So that's the difference. Just like oysters. Oh man, you, those oysters are great. No, it's not. The damn sauce is great. So I love oysters, and you're saying raw oysters because I know you eat the grilled ones in yeah. New Orleans. We've done it together. But they have a lot of stuff with it. Um, I mean, I, if it's a good oyster and it's briny. I just, I'll eat it, or I like a little bit of lemon. But the sashimi we got last night, that the sea bass was banging. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, excellent dinner last night at Zuma. Uh, if you've never been there, check it out. Phil Sims was there. We chatted with him on the way out. Yeah. Dude is still jacked. Hey, you work out, JP. You don't get old and stop like you do. Um, that's true. I, I am more of, of the stopping kind. I, what do you got the size for Phil Sims? I'm looking him up. I have no idea. But he's uh, I would say about 6'3", six, 6'2", six, two, uh, 225, 230. It is shocking how good you are at this game. <laughs> uh, now, I just looked him up. I don't know. Phil Sims is listed at 6'3", 216. So that's his playing size. I'd put him at 220 now. He's a unit, man. Don't mm-hmm. mess with Phil Sims. I learned that yesterday. Uh, don't mess with crisscross at the Mirage Casino either. You're listening to B. Mitchell Finley. We're here all day. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, <coughs> America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Listen, I love getting around with my friends, checking out the Super Bowl, because now we can find out who's the best of the best from all year. When you look at the game, this uh, you got Brock Purdy, the underdog, going against Pat Mahomes. The passing yards over and under will be a great bet to go with. FanDuel has so many ways to end your, so you can end your season with a W. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but FanDuel also have bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join the day, and you'll get $20 in bonus bet if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian. Make every moment more with FanDuel, our official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old, the president of Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gambler. Don't try to compare us. Uh, Landini, if you could pick between uh, me going to gamble, just leaving the show and going to play blackjack for a couple hours, or B-Mitch starting a fight with 97.1 The Fan Sports Radio, where we're frankly unaware where that comes from, what's your pick? Uh, I would definitely hope that Beamish starts a fight with the uh, Columbus station, as long as there's a video of it. <laughs> well, I think we're well on our way. Um, <laughs> the good news is, uh-oh. <laughs> so now we're just on edge for whenever the Ohio State crowd shows up, because we're currently stealing their power. Um, <laughs> Why? We, have, we figured it out. We've cracked the case. Because if we don't fi- figure it out, we're going to have problems in the next few days. <laughs> so... Steal like, Greg uh, Hoffman's power. Hey, 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 can you call, like, like Roger or one of those guys, Daniel, and ask him? We need a plug. Where we need to go to find a plug for comics, we need to buy a new one. Hold on. Let me be crystal clear about something, Brian. I'm going nowhere to find this Comrex plug. I would probably go get one because we're going to need the damn thing eventually. So, but, see, I think it's your problem for throwing this damn blue bag and messing it up over time. 
be. Everything worked just fine it yesterday. Did. And Work, it worked nothing. because it was on its way to die. Hold because on. you don't How have are you to blame me, even though yesterday everything worked fine? You think somebody did that? That looked like wear and tear from throwing it in the bag and doing stuff like you normally do. You don't think something happened over no, I don't the think, last 24 I don't hours? So. I think it just wore down. What do you think, Landfill? I think uh, it's JP's fault. I agree with Steve <laughs> Jeff, I could use some support. Uh, Jeff, you can't. You got to think re- uh, realistically now. JP, it's JP. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Damn. I thought J-Dog stuck together forever, Jeff. Yeah. Until you ask him a question when he know you're wrong. So currently, Brian, here's the, here's the situation. Hey, Landfill, what you do is go on, on the site and see when do they actually have a show. Well, here's what I know. While you and I are on the air here at Radio Row in fabulous Las Vegas, mm-hmm. we only need one Comrex. So you and I aren't going to have to deal with the power issue of the Comrexes. But with, it's not our Comrex. A little later today, there are two dudes that need to be live from these two tables, and they need two Comrexes. So they're going to have a real power issue. Uh, so therefore, we need to get Daniel or somebody so I can call the Hoffman or the Grant. And tell them that one of them got to go find another damn power cord. Now, in our in to support the uh, the team here, the folks from the Odyssey station in Richmond, Awad and Mike Phillips, let me test our Comrex on their working power supply, which worked. That's when I was like, "All right, so this joint works. And we just need a new plug." So then I stole power. Currently, do they from ninety seven? Do they, think they only have one Comrex, or do they have two? They can hear us. Ask them. Awad's wearing a suit for some reason. I'd also like to point out that <laughs> Awad is also wearing a gray suit with brown shoes. That matches. Which is, that matches. Yeah. Graham Brown always goes, dog. You think that matches? We're not going to listen to you when it comes down to fashion. You believe. think that matches? Yes. You'd rather listen to Awad than me? It's cognac. It's cognac with, with a, a charcoal gray suit. That perf- that's perfect. Mm, that's a reach. Um, Philly, how many Comrexes you got? Mike. Many, he he's doing the interview. He's working now. No, he's it's recorded. How many Comrexes do y'all have? One? Tell Joe we say hello. Um, all right, P. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move past Get your jacket like that, Jay. We're gonna move past the Mr. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, he's Taylor Swift. He's Swifting. That dude is moving fast. That's Taylor um, Swift right there. Guy's wearing it's uh sequence. Sequence. Sequence red look, look good. And like that. fire engine. Um, all right, we're going to move past the mystery of the broken Comrex. We have cracked the code. It needs a new power supply. Uh, I mean, maybe you go to, like, a Home Depot or Best Buy or something. If I get uh, a wire from uh, Odyssey, I will go get a new one. Well, you need to get paid up front? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I'm not going to get paid in the back end because that takes net 30 to get right. your money. So we have a That's Jeff by that Jeff by that thirty. Yeah, Jeff, how's that going, bud? You get paid yet? <laughs> Silence. Maybe Silence. our Comrex is dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got I got something from something important. Okay, what we got? Um, this is a, a somebody I know. That has been quite helpful. B, you know what you and I are not into? Politics. Yep. But, but we live in Washington, and a lot of people in Washington are in the politics business, right? Uh-huh. 
And over time, as you as you age and mature, like myself, you make friends and you meet people that do all sorts of different things. Um, I have a buddy that does trucking. I have a buddy that does lobbying. Like I got I got people all over the place, mm-hmm. right? Just got a text. If you if you remember last week, I I, I had a little bit of news about the RFK bill in the United States House of Representatives. Yeah. And uh, a few people I know and and believe and trust, you know, we were all chatting about it, and they told me some information. And same person just uh, responded to me. And I think a lot of this is probably public record Mm -hmm. now, especially at at this point. Um, So you could probably... Move it. This is probably documented somewhere. Whether it's roll call or the or uh, the Hill, those are the two newspapers that cover exclusively. Capital. Well, if it's one of your friends that work on the Hill and they're smart, they probably already know it's public because they know if they tell you it's going on air anyway. So, <laughs> so most importantly, then good point. Um, so the RFK bill. Remember last week we had Jeff look up what a markup was. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the, it was marked up. Sounds like reported favorably the RFK bill in the committee, which is the Natural Resources Committee. Mm-hmm. The next step now. So a lot of it's my understanding that a lot of like bills and legislation goes into committee to die. Like they send it to committee where it then just gets X'd out basically. Yeah. So step one of this process is over it is the next step is going to the house floor all right where these yahoos got to vote on it and and you know how i feel about these carpetbaggers that come to our city and say it's a swamp and then live here for the rest of their lives because they make gobs of money um but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that to myself i'm not gonna go on a, a rant against politicians from both you don't sides have to, of nobody the heard the stuff you said earlier um, good and, and let me be clear i'm talking about both sides of the aisle but some of them maybe are great people. Who knows? Maybe I'll change my tune if they get the damn Washington football team back at RFK Stadium. Um, it sounds like this thing's going to the House floor. Yeah. Now, Lord knows what those people will do. JP, <laughs> I told you a while ago that this thing is going to happen. And I'm going to tell you again, it's going to happen. Okay, can I ask you a question that yeah. I asked you yesterday? Yeah. Why do you keep pulling your pants up so high? You look like a 75-year-old playing hockey. Uh, well, playing I'm, I'm, hanging out, I'm hanging out with a 42-year-old-ass dude. I want to I wanna, I wanna feel like you look. You really think RFK happens? Yeah. And I think they, they would understand, listen to me, when Ted and his crew decide they want to go, they still don't have got to have something going on in that town. And if you bring that stadium back, it's going to be like, okay, what happened? I think the great cities of the world, right, Paris, London, Tokyo, they have Sao Paulo, we learned yesterday, is going to host an NFL game. Mm -hmm. I believe it's called Corinthian Stadium. I could be wrong on that. Jeff, I'm sure you'll fact check me. The great cities of the world have a great stadium for the citizens of that city and, and nearby and near and far citizens yeah. to enjoy spectacles, whether it's an NFL game. I mean, think about the World Cup skipping D.C. 
Taylor Swift, skip it, D.C. Like, all of these things just aren't coming to the nation's capital, yep. right? Like, but if you have uh, something that can attract them, they'll come. How far is how far is RFK from legitimately the United States Capitol? Mile and a half? Maybe a little long, little farther. Maybe but two miles. It's, it's, it's not that long. It's not super long. It, it's walkable. I've, yeah. I've made that walk. Now, granted, I had ten beers leaving a Nats game when they were at the old <laughs> RFK, but I've made that walk. Um, you you feel like it's going to happen? Yeah. Because I think things we're hearing now we never heard before. The fact that it's about to get out of the house is massive. That's what I'm saying. And I think ultimately people, just, like you, you said it before, you said it many times, those people love photo ops, but they want to take a photo op with Dan? No. That was nothing positive for them. Take a photo op now with they got Now they have some of the most recognized and respected businessmen and sports people that own the team, they definitely want their photo op. You know who everybody wants a photo op with? Magic. Magic Johnson. Yeah. But to be honest with you, Mitch, Rails, bad man now. Rails has more cash than 99.9% of the world. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk a little football. Uh, we have a packed show. Um, Ryan Keel, Justin Pugh, Sean Merriman, Mark Ingram. Everybody's joining us today live here, assuming the creek don't rise. Don't go anywhere. It's Pete Mitchell Pimley. Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence whether I'm on the field or off. If your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for Rude. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18 series inverter heat pumps powering my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. If it ain't Rude, it ain't right. That's football. That's, that's where you start to care. That's when I go to sports bars. <laughs> I let them worry about it. Uh, Landville, are you ready for another streaming app? Uh, possibly. I I could I could see myself subscribing to that if it's. Um, I'd have to drop something else though. See, I like going out and doing stuff, so I really don't care because I'm gonna just roll on over to a sports bar and check it out. Yeah, but for like every game, the ones when I'm at home just sitting. When do you really get a chance to sit down on most games? Monday night? Yeah. So, or Thursday night? So I get to watch I think college that's, football. That's I, feel like night I, get to watch. I get to go roll and hang out at a sports bar. So, B. Mitch's answer to the streaming battles is just he's going to a bar. Yeah. Um, free drinks and watch the game and talk to people. So here's My problem I, with the ESPN app is that it's a steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> well, dude, and now they're about to start charging you more money. Yeah. Well, so, I saw that the other day. And. Like, a lot of the experience of watching sports has now become the shared experience via social media. And the problem with streaming is everybody's watching at a different time. Yeah. Like, if if Terry McLaurin catches a touchdown, it's happening at different moments for everybody watching. And it, that, to me, is problematic. And they call it lag and latency. And there's all these technical terms for it. They haven't figured it out. 
Uh, much like our Comrex. We can send 100 people pictures of it. The problem is the wire is broken. Yeah. Um, Jeff, are you here for another streaming service? Not at all. Not at all. JP, my thing with streaming services is when I'm not watching, like, the sports, I'm not watching the service. So it will just become another bill, and I'll forget to stop my uh, my subscription, and then I'm just getting charged every month. I'm not Jeff, for it. Bro, they meet count me, on Meet that. me at the sports bar, Jeff. That's how we're going to do so it. So here's <laughs> the one thing with B. Mitch is I'm just going to the sports bar is he mentioned free drinks. Not everybody gets to drink for well, free, B. that's not my problem. <laughs> I'm saying if you want to watch it and you want to get free drinks, you come with me. Radio Row is heating up. It's uh, almost 8 a.m. in Las Vegas. Uh, we're about to get a ton of guests. B, we're getting a, a defensive lineman long snapper, an offensive lineman, and a defensive end in the next few hours here. We got the beef coming. I, dude, I'm telling you, I don't know that anybody. We got to make sure we got chairs that are hold them. Yo, <laughs> I don't know that anybody could go against our next three guests. You're listening to me, Mitch Finley. Don't go anywhere. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.